You're tuned into the Who With Me podcast. I'm your host, JC Love. To thy own self be true. To thy own self be true. I want to talk about this because, you know, it's something I battle with. And it's not that I battle with being authentically me or anything like that. It's not that I'm always trying to fit in. That's not why this is a conversation. It's a conversation because self-love is so important to everything that we do, to every person whose life we touch, to every moment that we're walking on the face of this planet. Everything starts from within. So if you don't know how to love yourself, you're going to have a hard time with life in general because that's something that I've learned and I'm still learning. I'm still learning all the way up until the moment that I release on this mic how important self-love and being true to yourself and myself is. We tend to walk around thinking that we love ourselves because we'll buy ourselves a nice gift or we'll look in the mirror and some days we think, oh, I like myself. But I think true love for yourself, it really comes from accepting every aspect of who you are and trusting that not being perfect is not a bad thing. We live in a world where there are seasons even for nature. Even Earth goes through emotional breakdowns. (laughs) Think about it. If you look at seasons, Earth has moments of happiness, anger, sadness, Earth even goes through emotional breakdowns through seasons. Winter, spring, summer, and fall is feeling the wrath of nature's emotional ups and downs, nature's life. We live just like the planet that we're within. Our lives kind of mimic it. You know, it's like you're going to have good days and bad days, but that shouldn't mean that you love yourself any less. On the bad days, it's like you really should dig deep and try to love yourself even harder. Those are the things I struggle with is being satisfied sometimes. I'm always hard on myself. I'm always going in on myself. I don't even have any room for anyone else to go in on me because I'm constantly going in on myself. Hey, I don't even need your help. I got this. Trust me. (laughs) I don't need anyone's help criticizing me or anything like that because I got this. Trust me on that. But what I'm learning is I can't just be hard on myself. Part of being true to myself is It's patting myself on the back sometimes, saying that you did really good at that. I'm satisfied with the work that I've put into the world. Understanding that you don't always have to have a reason to deserve to have what it is that you have. Constantly trying to prove that you deserve to exist in someone's space, constantly trying to prove that you deserve to be alive, is a tiresome, tiring thing. And it's gonna wear on you eventually. Because when you do that, you allow too much to happen in your space that you really don't want to happen in your space. Whether it's in the space of your thoughts or the space of your life or the space of your home, your environment, even in the space of where you work or you earn your your financial support for your life, you have to, we have to, I have to, we have to allow ourselves to be happy about some things and to be accepting that We may not understand why we are allowed to live the life that we live. Some of it is the work that we put in, and some is just, that's just how your life was designed. 
that's just what was supposed to happen for you. It's hard, I know, because we live in a world where it's constantly been grinding all my life. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. You know, and we hear all these messages that are so unrealistic to what it is. No one is hustling 24-7 all of their life. If they are, then they're definitely not having any moments of rest, any moments of joy because they're constantly trying to figure out how to grind tomorrow and that can be stressful that can be stressful because I've had moments where I was just trying to grind it out that was something that's embedded in my head I've been trying to grind out I've listened to songs that told me that that's what this person did to get it so you know what I should grind out my life too I can't I can't be satisfied I better not sit down and have one moment to say I'm good because I'm not where they are Another part of being true to myself is not comparing myself or my life or my achievements to someone else. My biggest competitor is really my mind. My biggest competitor is really what I think. Because it doesn't matter what someone else thinks about my life. My thoughts are controlling my responses. My thoughts are controlling my next steps. Whether or not I'm being true to myself is what's controlling everything around me. Trying to understand what it means to even be true to yourself. You got to wake up probably every day and just ask yourself, what does that even mean to me? Because I do. I have to to ask myself certain questions to get through to the next moment. And sometimes when you're out here on your own and you're alone, that can feel like a world all within itself. You deal with your emotions probably more than the reality of what's happening. And that causes your thoughts to go down this negative spiral. Because you're dealing with the feeling of being alone when in all actuality, you're not actually alone. You have people around you. You're just not reaching out to those people. You're not talking to those people because you put yourself in this world that says you don't have the right to lean on anyone. You don't want to allow anyone to see you as weak. You don't want to be vulnerable to a moment that might cause you to break emotionally. If you tell someone what you're really going through, then they may judge you. Well, I say you, but I go through the same thing. I had someone tell me um, yesterday, I believe, or maybe it was a day before, that you don't have that problem. You're really strong. You're one of the strongest people I know. I was like, (laughs) maybe I put up the facade that I'm stronger than I actually am. I mean, I'm still human. I am strong. We're all strong if we reach down and we dig for that strength. But we're also all vulnerable. We're also all human. We also all have moments where we need someone to help us, to hold us down, to hold us up, to just have our backs. Even if it's just, I need your ear to listen. I don't even really need an answer. I just need someone to talk to. And when you've been by yourself for a while, doing it alone, whether it's parenting, whether it's just being a single person, whether it's maybe your your position in your family, whether because you're the the old eldest or you're the leader, or you don't you can't count on being able to go to anyone because everyone's always counting you out. No one ever listens to you. So you feel like I can't be heard, but you know what? Bump your feelings, bump what people say about you. Love yourself. Be true to yourself enough to say, I have what it takes. I have the right to cry today. I have the right to speak up for myself. I have the right to want to lean on someone. We can't go through life just constantly beating ourselves up or constantly trying to hold up a facade that fits everyone else's ideas of who we are based on what 
little pieces of you they've experienced or seen because some people have only witnessed you in moments where you had to be strong. Some people are not in your life on a constant to where they see the days when you're crying or you had to sit in your car and scream at the top of your lungs just to get done with the emotional frustration or cussing everybody out while you're driving in traffic. I might be talking about myself right now. <laughs> Everyone who knows me knows that I might be in a conversation with you. And if I'm in traffic and someone's doing something foolish, I am literally going to be in and out of the conversation, cussing at them and talking to you. Sometimes I think road rage is therapeutic in the way of allowing me to get the emotion out while I'm in the car and leaving it all there so that when I step outside the car, I'm ready to get on with my day. I leave it all behind the steering wheel. It's, for me, the reason why I can say road rage is therapeutic is because I don't take an action against someone physically. I don't take my car and make it a weapon. I don't have a physical weapon in my car. My Words are just my words. I never look directly at someone and cuss them out because I think that's dangerous. But I do use it as a form of a therapeutic moment, I guess. But this is me being true to me. This is me being saying it is okay that I do that. It is okay that I have that outlet without harming another human being's life. So people out there who are trying to use road rage, like, I'm going to run you off the car, off the road. I did not say that. I'm not giving anyone the right to go and act a fool on the road. All I'm saying is that there are moments when you have to get it out. There are moments when you have to love yourself, be true enough to yourself to say, this doesn't work for me. But then there are also moments when you have to say, I'm so satisfied. You should make a list of your fears and turn them into positive affirmations. Because most of the time, it's our minds is making all of this stuff up. It's not even real. We might think someone thinks something about us or anything. We may think that we're incapable in a way that we're actually, actually capable. Our minds are killing our ability to progress in life. I know sometimes I just sit up and I just have the worst thoughts about myself. I'll look in the mirror one day and think I look beautiful, and the next day I can find a million things wrong with myself. I could have an opportunity, and I'm excited about the opportunity, but I immediately start thinking about all the things that I may not be able to do with this opportunity. My thoughts aren't always right. They're not always on point. Because my brain is designed to protect me, but in protecting me, sometimes my brain creates negative thoughts. Because the whole thing for my brain is, I got to protect you from all pain and all harm. I was designed to make sure that you're alive. And if that means, and even the physical aspect of life, I have to stop you so that you don't harm yourself, that's what I am going to do. But then it's also a part of you to fight against that because you have to get the brain to realize that pain does not mean that I will die or that I'm going to harm myself physically or mentally. Have you, have you ever watched a baby learn how to walk? <laughs> When a baby learns how to walk, it is the funniest thing, and it is the sometimes the most horrific thing because you know they're going to fall. You, you're waiting on the moment for them to fall. But every time they fall, you got, you're standing there or someone's standing there encouraging them to get back up and do it again. Yes, your knee hurt, but get back up and do it again. You're the biggest cheerleader for that baby until its brain has accepted that that pain is not going to kill it, but that pain is going to assist it in getting to the point of being mobilized on two feet. Off of all fours, onto two feet. Because that is how that baby needs to 
walk for the rest of its life. It needs to walk. It can't crawl forever, right? But if it were not for the pain of falling and getting back up, and if it were not for having that group of people around them to encourage them to do it one more time, I know it hurt, baby. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You're good. Come on, do it. Come on, you can do it, you can do it. You have to allow yourself to have cheerleaders in your life, and you have to allow yourself to fall knowing that you're going to get back up. A baby gets so much confidence from the cheers that you give it as it progresses in learning how to be an older person in life, from a baby to a toddler to a teen to an adult. It's those moments when they're unsure and they have that person that they can come and talk to, to talk through the thoughts of being insecure and not, being, not understanding. They're, they're trying to learn how to be true to themselves, and they have parents and sisters and siblings and friends there to help out with that. Well, as an adult, as a human, you have to allow yourself that toddler moment, that teen moment, that moment of growing into a new adult, Yes, you're an adult. Yes, you've been doing this for 40 plus years, 30 plus years, 20 plus years, 50 plus years. But that doesn't mean that you're done with your growth as a human. So you have to allow yourself the ability to be supported. I'm a type of person where I can literally just be at home and not even stress or worry about being seen or heard by anybody. But then when I'm around people, I love it. I can be the life of the situation. I love for people to smile. I'm pretty witty and quick-witted. And I know how to love on people and encourage people and make people feel loved and warm. So I have to take all of that and also instill it in myself and give it back to myself. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do, but I'm learning to force it onto myself. And eventually it won't be a force. It'll just be natural. Because if you're not true to you, how can you be true to anyone else? I encourage everyone that's listening to take a moment and give yourself an opportunity to be satisfied with what you did today, what you did yesterday, how you got to the point to where you are now. Satisfaction will give you a moment of peace and rest. It'll allow you to give yourself a break. Because as long as you're not satisfied, you're constantly pushing and pushing and pushing. Nothing is ever enough. Then there's a day when... It doesn't matter if it was enough because you're on your deathbed or you're not waking up here anymore. I don't know where you end up at, but that great unknown has become your reality. You don't want to go through this life. I don't want to go through this life and not enjoy it. I've spent a lot of my life just working to get to the next place, the next level, because of my responsibilities and because of choices that I made. It got me to a certain place with responsibilities of having to have a lot more responsibility than maybe the person that helped me get the responsibilities. And if you are listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about, so I don't even have to break it down. (laughs) But even in that, you have to find a moment to yourself. I'm learning that, man. I When I got a foot massage this past weekend, and I did not realize how much a foot massage can do for your life. Oh, God, it gives you life. I'm not playing. In season two... It's all about conversation, and I'm going to have conversations about health and wellness and how important it is to, A, what I'm talking about right now, self-love, but it's also important to your your major organs. It's also important to your mind. It's also important to your life. So take a moment, sit somewhere quiet. Go off by yourself, and, and you can let people know where you are, but tell them they can't come where you are. 
lock your door if you can't can't get out your house and say, hey, don't bother me. I'm chilling right now. Even if you're in a relationship, even if you're a parent, man, look, the hardest people to get away from are your kids. <laughs> I love my kids, but Jesus, I can't go to the restroom and they'll stand outside the damn door. They will just walk in. It is the hardest thing being a parent because kids do not know boundaries. And even if they know them, they do everything they can to break them boundaries because when they want you, they want you. And I am not mad at a child for being persistent and for knowing what they want and going forward when it comes to your parent and access to your parent. But we as parents have to allow ourselves that moment to say, I'm not a bad parent if I want to get away from my child. I don't hate my child. I love my child. I even like my child or children. But I need a moment of clarity to myself. And we also have to offer that same relief to our children. Be true enough to you in understanding that the truth that you have for yourself is going to affect how long you may even possibly get to be here. It's really okay to be satisfied. It really is. I I heard someone say that in a video that I watched, and it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. We have to, we have to allow ourselves to be satisfied. We have to be true to ourselves. And in being true to yourself, you're gonna go on a search to find out who you are. Because how do you find out how to be true to yourself unless you know who you are? Get ready. You're about to go on a ride of your life if you're ready to find out who you are. It's gonna be some ups and downs. Your heart is gonna drop sometimes when you find out, oh my God. (laughs) But it'll be so worth it. We're all great in our own way. It's just identifying with that greatness and allowing ourselves to be satisfied enough to share with everybody around us. You just got to live the life that was designed for you. And in learning how to do that, you'll find how you fit into this world. It just, it will come automatically, I swear. Even the opportunities, when you finally understand, when you finally decide you're going to take the journey of finding out who you are, understanding what it is you want, understanding how you love, how you want to be loved, that loaded question is going to bring you to an answer that's going to change your world and the world around you. This concludes another episode of the Who With Me podcast. Please don't forget to like, follow, and share via Facebook or Instagram. You can also download, rate, share, and tune in to a new episode of the Who With Me podcast each week via Spotify, iPodcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, or just about anywhere podcasts are available. I'm your host, JC Love, and until next time, Who With Me?